Daniel Stenberg with McKinsey County Economic Development. Of course, McKinsey County, that is the uh, lesser known of the Watford City fame. Is that how, how do you explain that to people, I guess, when they when they ask? Because it is McKinsey County, but nationally, kind of Watford City steals all the limelight, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not too many people know county boundaries um, outside of outside of the very immediate area. And even when you get in our area, I think you find some people that might not even know what the county boundaries are. You know, so w- Watford City is much more recognizable. Yep. Uh, what, does Watford City have an economic development, or is that are, are you the Watford City economic development? Oh well, that's interesting. Um, we've um, traditionally we've been focused on you know the whole county, including Watford City, and now Vanita Best has been. Um, she's going to be doing a community development for the city and so that will encompass some um, economic development she just got hired within the past month and and so we'll work closely together she's um, pretty versed in the legislature so she's kind of doing um, that for them right now Um, but then she'll also be um, in the realm of economic development too so so we'll have more of a team for this area that way and who who is that again uh, Vanita Best. She was a county commissioner for uh, four years, and um, born and raised in McKinsey County and a rancher. Um, and so, she has lots of her strong roots to the community. So it's kind of a the the reason I was going with the county versus the the town was because you know a lot of oil and gas towns are still in rural. America, so to speak, and a lot of times, like down in Bowman, for example, I think they've got a county economic, but they're based out of Bowman, the the larger town, and that's the case here, but it looks like you guys are expanding into kind of a... um, a new area, kind of a hybrid, kind of a test area. It looks like a community development. There's going to obviously going to be some lobbying, lobbying involved, um, that, that sort of thing. So, uh, it, it, is is that going to impact you on a day to day? It sounds like it's going to a little bit, huh? Well, we'll just kind of be strategic about um, instead of me going to necessarily all the meetings, we can find what her specialties are, and we'll do what my specialties are, and so we can kind of tag team things and. Um, and just kind of do what's to kind of cover more ground between the two of us instead of just being one person. So that's a gr- that's a sign that um, not only is Watford City and McKinsey County growing, but there is some investment and some long term thought being put into the county right now. Is that a fair thing to say? Very much so. Yes, we are. We're well past the kind of the frenzy of a few years ago, and we're you know we're kind of looking out you know, five years from now, what, what's our community going to look like and trying to build build accordingly because it's not crisis mode work. We're kind of, we can do some strategic forward thinking planning um, for our community. So that's, that's, that's a good place to be in. Huh, interesting. So, okay, let's talk a little bit about Watford City, McKenzie County, if you will, that uh, known as the hotspot of the Bakken. Uh, you guys are going to be sh- uh, featured on a national show coming up this month. Talk to me about that—a travel channel, or what's that all about? Yeah, we're yeah we're very excited about being on Travels with Darley. Um, she came out last summer in June, so it is beautiful and green, and it's kind of it's uh, it's interesting to look at the pictures now when it's all cold and uh, white outside. But um, but yeah, no. Um, so that's we're really excited. That's going to be debuting 
on March 24th at 4.30 p.m. Um, on Prairie Public um, here in North Dakota, but it's also going to be on um, public television throughout North, throughout the United States um, at various times. Each state can kind of set their own schedule, so within the next month or two, people can find that out from travelswithdarley.com if they're looking for when it's going to be outside the state. But inside uh, North Dakota and the Prairie Public region, it will be on March 24th at 4.30 p.m. in the afternoon. So we're excited, very excited to showcase... Um, the community to a, to a nationwide audience, but I think it's also interesting to even people within our community um, to see what's going on. Well, I tell you, you can always pass along to your local people what I'd like to tell people. In fact, just last interview with a gentleman from Louisiana, uh, uh, Gary Bodin, um, excuse me, Keith Bodine, Bodin, uh, is that I believe what's going on right now is history is being made to where our kids' kids are going to read about it in history class, and Watford City is going to be its own chapter. So it's kind of exciting to see some of these uh, national and um, you know international at some some points really do documentation and kind of you know you're 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 being documented right now. Watford City is is that come across to you? Is that absorbed yet? that you guys are being documented like that, you know, for future generations? Well, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's quite, um, quite interesting when we get mentioned in national publications or they, you know, you get a call, not very often, but, you know, I got a call from the Wall Street Journal, you know, or people from um, overseas who are doing journalistic endeavors and they're, they said, well, we've been hearing about Watford City, what, what's going on there, you know, type thing. And it's just kind of like, because growing up here, the, you, we really wouldn't get much national press at all so there is national press um some happening now and that's that's interesting and but we just want to make sure that we can um not just uh be known to a national audience but we have to just make sure that we have a good community for the people who are living here um first and foremost too so and i think that like this travels with darley program i think it's, it's an awesome opportunity for us to just kind of sit back and realize you know we have this national figure she was in california before our trip before she came to North Dakota, and then she went off to France after that. So her episodes are, um, are yeah, very world-class destinations, and she thought the Badlands, and um, she loved the Badlands. She was here during Home Fest, so she got to see some some kind of hometown entertainment, and then also was on Lake Sakakawea to hear about Lewis and Clark and, and different things. So she was able to experience the historic aspects, and sometimes it just takes somebody else to tell you that, oh, yeah, you've got good things going on in your community that kind of helps you realize what what we are living amongst well that's one of the <clears throat> the fun things about this is Watford City has really been such a story because the the growth has been record I mean you're talking record growths for for national record growths for communities in terms of how many people went into a city in such a short period of time so, you know, you, you guys have seen the extremes happen and the investment to have a uh, main street, the investment for quality of life. It's got to be refreshing just to know that from some some outside perspective, some people are looking at you guys and saying, good job. I mean, you guys are actually doing some things that, you know, should be uh, have some national notoriety and that sort of thing, because you got to remember, it was only three years ago when some of the kids were using outhouses at the schools because you guys are renovating and it was 20 below outside or whatever. What do you remember those days? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, kids, kids can tell those stories um, in the present day too of, of their stories back in the day in Watford City. And on the on the topic of schools, it's exciting that we did get our bond passed with eighty percent of the vote um, to build our next elementary school. And then there was a second question as well that if necessary, there will be a third elementary school built probably within about three years if growth keeps up with projections. So, um, so yeah, no, the, the school situation is um, um, we're definitely continuing to experience good growth, and I think it's, it's partly in due to the leadership who's been on the proactive side of, of getting buildings built when they are needed and meeting the projections and not kind of waiting till things are in crisis mode. Boy, 80% of the vote for a new school, that, that's got to be quite a stamp of approval that your community, uh, who's really involved in the day-to-day operations of the oil and gas companies because, you know, they're, that's who's living there, are people primarily working in the oil and gas industry. Now, there are some other industries there too, but uh, that to me, it sounds like there's a stamp of approval that, again, this is another sign the industry is doing pretty good out there. Yep, yep, yeah. I think our people realize that that's that's kind of what we need to do, and um, and yeah, and we're just trying to get everything figured out. I mean, we had a lot of apartments built, and they're mostly filled up, but we have people that are have been in the apartments for a couple of years, and they're looking for single family housing, and so so now we really want to see more single family housing get built out, just because there's not much demand or there's not much supply, um, lots of demand. And, um, and so we're trying to figure out if there's creative ways to kind of help spur that. But I think the market itself will be, um, I mean, from the sounds of it, there's going to be some, some good single-family housing built, and we, we can use as much um, as, uh, as the construction workers are able to produce, I think, for sure here. So, so that's one of the big things we're going to be looking to for the spring is getting more single-family housing in. Well, talk to me about what, what what's going on out there, the economy at a glance, if you will. I got your latest newsletter. I see economy at a glance. Um, you know, there's a spreadsheet and everything. So, uh, well, first of all, if somebody listening, you know, some oil executive listening wants to get a weekly, I'm sorry, a monthly newsletter from you, make sure you plug that. Uh, and then also transition into kind of the economy at a glance a little bit, maybe a few bullet points that... Uh, some of the uh, people in the energy industry might want to know about? Sure. Well, to get signed up, you can go to our website, econdev, E-C-O-N-D-E-V, dot mckenziecounty.net. Um, and that, and there you can see the, the newsletter link. And then uh, at the top of that, we'll give you an option to subscribe. And I, I do send out a monthly uh, e-newsletter of just kind of things that have been happening in the community. So just for, especially for people who are outside and are just um, interested in, in kind of keeping tabs with, with what's happening in the community. Um, in that, I include an economy at a glance, which is um, mostly just public data that uh, I've collected from various sources to, so that people can see what's, what's happening with, um, with our economy, showing our unemployment rate, um, labor force numbers, oil, dis- um, oil that's come into our um, community, the price of oil, different things like that. Um, and then like some, it's the most current a month that's available or a quarter. And then I also do year to date. And so 
like looking at year to date 2017 versus 2018 pretty much all of our categories are higher in terms of tax distribution in terms of um, building permits and building permit values all of those things are all kind of up and um and i don't see any reason why 2019 is gonna gonna be a be a slower year than 2018 just we have so many gas plants being built right now in the community over a billion dollars worth of of gas natural gas processing plants that um, all the construction jobs that they bring in but then also they'll be um, long-term very family sustainable type um, jobs that will be a part of the the long-term gas infrastructure in addition to all the oil field jobs that we have so those gas those billion dollars in gas um, um, facilities, those are going to be right outside of Watford, huh? Yep, yeah. This is, I mean, McKenzie County produces 40% of the state's oil, but 50% of the state's gas. So just, just the way the formation is, it's just uh, there's a lot of gas um, in addition to the oil here. And so then it's best to have those plants located to where the, where the gas um is being produced so that they don't have as many sure. pipelines. And so that's, so yeah, no, just kind of east of town, there's plants being built and south of town and there's ones west of town. So, and, and there's ones north of town. So it's, yeah, every direction from Watford City, there's gas plants. So you guys are going to be uh, just having, you know, nomadic construction workers for the next three to four years. Just that alone, building those plants and, and pipelines. Yep. and Yeah, I mean, yep. so there's a few thousand people every summer right there just right, adding yep. to your local economy. Hey, how far are you guys from Sydney? I forget between you. I get mixed up between Williston and Watford. How far are you from Sydney, Montana? It's about 60 miles. Okay, it's about the same then that it is from Williston. Uh, yeah, Williston's about 45, yep. Okay, so it's not that far away. I know they've got, with One Oak, uh, One Oak's got quite a presence in Sydney, and of course One Oak has quite a presence, at least they, they, they're going to if they don't already, in Watford City. Um, what, what are some of the bigger companies that have made some investments in the last you know, five to ten years there in, in, in Watford City? Well, One Oak is, is doing the, I think it's, and uh, yeah, this is round figures, but I think it's something like $800 million for their two Demix Lakes plants that they're doing. And they already have a couple um, a couple in our county already in terms of gas plants. Right. And so they're, they're big on the gas side, but Whiting has an office here in Watford City as well as ConocoPhillips. And ConocoPhillips is that they've been adding more employees um, as well but but yeah no we've got we've got a lot of the big players um right in our community Hess has a lot in the keen area of the wells um and and things like that so hmm. yep lots of stuff going on lots of good oh, wait, signs there man i mean conoco phillips adding employees you got a lot of uh construction being added that sort of thing and you know the only reason i bring it up is because you know there is some uncertainty right now with oil and gas prices um that that's going on as far as some other plays are talking about whether the drilling is going to continue of course the last production i think was down a little bit from lynn helms uh that of course is is somewhat winter related uh but pricing is affecting but i go i always go back to a few years ago when 
you know, we were talking $30 oil, and they were still drilling close to a million barrels a day. Now, most of the activity was, I believe, right out of the Watford City area. Am I, is that correct? Was That's where primarily most of the drilling was? Yeah, a lot of the, that's, they consider that the core area. Yeah. Just where, the, where it's most economic to be drilling. Yeah. Uh, let, let me ask you about a couple things here, and then we'll... Um, let, let you get your day going. Uh, I did want to let you plug the job fair coming up, and I do want to ask you about some uh, local donations, that sort of things. I like to uh, make sure that people get reminded that not only do the oil and gas companies pay um, quite a lot of taxes, they also contribute quite a bit to the local uh, charities and the local social services and the local schools, and they actually contribute to the local fire departments and some of the other things that government should be picking up the tab on. The oil and gas company not only pays a lot of taxes, but they also donate to those social services. So I saw in your newsletter that ConocoPhillips gave a few bucks uh, around town, that sort of thing. So um, can you take a few minutes, I guess, talk about that and maybe a few others? Uh, what the, the One Oak comes to mind. They were what was it? They donated a million bucks to the um, um, emergency room, and then a uh, fifty grand to to some diagnostics thing shortly after that. So those are just a few off the top of my head. But I'll I'll let you kind of talk a little bit about the one in your newsletter, and then if there's any any other ones that you wouldn't mind mentioning, um, go ahead. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No. So we have this thing called the McKinsey County Community Foundation, which is an endowment, meaning that all the money that is um, given to the to the foundation is um, is put in a savings account and then only the interest is given out as grants and so it's really a long-term it's in perpetuity um, agent where um, you'll always have money to give out each year and this year there was about five thousand dollars to give out that being the, just the interest earnings, so there's you know a good, about two, two or three hundred thousand dollars in the endowment, um, and and so the foundation was able to give out five thousand dollars. Well, ConocoPhillips, well, they came in and they said, hey, we want to match the amount that you're going to give out, and so we were able to give out a little over ten thousand dollars, and that was good because we had grant applications of about $50,000 that had been t turned into us. And so they were able to help us extend extend the reach of the community foundation. So we're thankful to ConocoPhillips for that. But yeah, I know we've had a lot of um, a lot of good support from the industry in, in a lot of different things. The Rough Rider Center has, um, has companies that helped um, with signage, um, kind of the displays in the, in the arena. Um, Farmers Union Oil, there was E&M Services, Roosevelt Inn and Suites, um, but yeah, the hospital, that has been a huge thing that we were able and excited to have that debuted this summer, this past summer in July, and now we've been getting more doctors. We had an orthopedic surgeon um, in addition to a couple other doctors just in the past month, and so we're, we're really excited about getting more of our medical needs met right here in our community. Um, and then the job fair that you mentioned that we have coming up, yes, that, we're excited about that as well. It's March 27th, and... Um, 3 to 7 p.m. at the Rough Rider Center in Watford City. Job Service North Dakota is the one who 
who puts that on, but it's a multi-industry, you know, so it, kind of any industry is able to come and set up a booth there. And for information about that, you can contact my office, but the best is if you just talk with the Williston Job Service Office. Um, they will have all the information you need to know about either registering as an employer for it or coming coming for the event as well. And so, yeah, lots of, we're making good use out of our Rough Rider Center. We've had a bunch of hockey tournaments happening, and then all of our Class A games have been happening over there. And um, we'll have the State Firefighters Convention coming in the, in the spring, and the Petroleum Council will be doing their annual meeting in September all at the Rough Rider Center, so we're making good use out of that building too. Boy, it sure seems like it. I mean, it, every time you turn around, it seems like there's some kind of event going on there. And is it are these events being well attended? Is the uh, community using it up, or is it just is it is it just for show these days? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nope, no, nope. it's uh, it's pretty active every night between all of the. Well, we have gymnastics practice and hockey practice, and and then the well, volleyball before Christmas, and now it's basketball season now, and. Um, hmm. Yeah, lots of lots of different activities happening all the time. In addition to people who are having their holiday parties there, and we also have um, a lot of education happening out there. Train ND is providing classes. Williston State, we just got a English language learner class and a GED class in there. In addition to all of the safety meetings that um, companies will have as well there. So, so lots of lots of things happening all the time. Pop quiz, I guess, because I don't know if you know this information. Uh, I, the uh, former mayor, now the lieutenant governor, Brent Sanford, and I would talk about this. Um, just remind the listener listeners out there, what was Watford City's population before the oil boom, and what is it today? Yeah, when I was growing up here, and even through like 2010, it was around thirteen or 1,400 people is what they were saying, and then now we're upwards near 7,000 or 6,700, I think, is what the census estimates us at. So it's about 300% population growth in eight years, nine years. And what's the projection over the next five years? I mean, because you guys, you just mentioned, you guys are, are still getting more and more building permits happening. So, I mean, what, what what's the uh, projections 2025 or 2020 or whatever? Yeah, the school just put out, uh, or they they um, hired somebody to do some projections for them, and um, and they're showing their school enrollment to hit three thousand, over three thousand, and we're at um, nineteen hundred students right now, I think, or something. Or I think we're still projected to almost double again in school school enrollments in ten years, and so the town itself is um, it, we're a younger town, and so. Um, very childbearing years, but there was 257 births in 2017, and we have under, um, uh, I mean, that's, we have only six six or seven um, classes of kindergartners, and so there's still much more growth to be happening as as those babies who are just born um, make it up to, to kindergarten, there's going to be, be more growth going just from natural increase, not including those who might be moving into the community. So, I mean, you guys could really, over a span of 15 years, go from 1,300 people to 15,000. Yeah, yeah, we could. That's, That's incredible. Um, it's in the realm of possibility, for <laughs> sure, yep. That's incredible. Did you ever think growing up that that would happen in your lifetime? I did not. 
I did not. Nope. <laughs> so what's what's different then? Uh, kind of wrapping up here. What's different now from when when you grew up in Wadford City? You know, I mean, there's a and and I'll, I'll tie it into current modern times for the listening audience in North Dakota. There's a very uh, a very big push right now for what's known as quality of life. Uh, Main Street USA. There's also another push to get give incentives to businesses to create businesses that will create a quality of life in Main Street. And Wadford City is one that uh, has been on the target by by a lot of people to to uh, create a different quality of life because they're. They understand there's some competition globally for the oil and gas worker. So uh, is that a fair way to, I guess, phrase phrase that question? Because it is kind of, there is a little bit of context to that when it comes to, you know, what's your downtown look like? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, we, um, we are very proud of our, of our main street. And um, I mean, and thanks to the good economic conditions that the oil industry has brought, um, you know, we don't really have any any vacant buildings at all on Main Street, and we're kind of continuing to expand out, you know, out past um, the kind of the core area. But we do want, we do still feel that the Main Street is is something that we want to focus in on, and we have kind of our big main events, like our Rib Fest and our Home Fest, they kind of all center on Main Street, and it just gives a good, fun um, family atmosphere um, to to all of those events that we have and we want to make sure that we can um, still have a main street that we're proud of and um, on all the businesses we're, we're thankful for for them that um, kind of put an extra effort on improving their their outside signs we don't really do incentives um, much at all out here we we kind of focus more on we're going to have really good um you know the Rough Riders Center. You know that gets public dollars support, and the hospital. Kind of feel like we have to have good health, health care, good education, and good community events. And then we feel like that's going to is going to be what draws people. And then that's kind of the biggest thing that we need right now is the workforce. And so if we can get get more and more young people moving in, filling our jobs, they fill up our school system, and they kind of help help complete the cycle that way. So. Uh, one more question for you about economic development. <clears throat> I, I don't want to focus just on Watford City. Uh, you're McKenzie County. Are there any other, um, you know, economic development things happening? I, I guess I'm not familiar with McKenzie County outside of Watford City. Is it Arnie Guard? Is that is that in McKenzie County, Arnie Guard? Yep. Hey, yep, yep. What, so what's going on in Arnie Guard these days? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so there's there's Arnie Guard, which is about seven miles from Watford, and then Alexander, which is about 20, 22 miles. I think. Oh, sure, okay. Um, and and so they um, so yeah, no, they um, they kind of have their own strategic events, um, or strategic advantages with um, with their location because they they are closer to certain gas plants or certain um. um certain things happening in the oil industry you know alexander's boat equidistant between wanford city and williston and so they can they can capitalize on that as well and so if you look at alexander's school enrollment that has continued to go up as well um arnie guard has um yeah, i always go there for the fourth of july celebrations they have some just really good hometown community events that happen as well as it's a, it's a quieter community um for living and so people choose to live there sometimes as well and so yeah so there's 
a lot of opportunities kind of throughout the county for depends on what you're looking for. Any final thoughts? Any final words? Yeah, no, I appreciate you calling, and um, I appreciate the chance to give a little update about Wofford City. It's it's a fun fun place to live. A lot of uh, kind of the familiarity of, of the old, but then a lot of new new buildings coming in, new people coming in all the time, and it keeps things fresh and interesting. So, so that's what I like about it around here.